Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jonah 101 podcast. I've got the legend Shane Murray, Shaz, Trevor, Darug, Tuna Sandwich on the <laughs> other side of the table. How are you Trev? Yeah, I'm good bro, how are you? And we've got Jules at Nat. Doesn't fancy it again. <laughs> does what he wants it to again. To be fair, we'll, we'll, give, we'll cut in some slack. He does have to travel a little bit. Huh? He does. What well, episode are we up to? Um, 12, 13. Are we? Not too sure. We're flying though, aren't we? Yeah. Just uploaded one today, guys. Go and check it out. Just trying to be a little bit more consistent. So The last one was really good. We did question and answer. Yeah. Uh, and there was some fantastic questions, to be fair. Everyone on social media. Mm-hmm. My favourite one being um, how smaller players can deal with taller and physical players. Yeah. I felt like we answered that really well. Mm. So if you haven't listened to that one, guys, head back to episode, I think it was 11, um, and we've just uploaded that today, so appreciate the support. I was actually looking at the um, stats the other day, Shane, oh, Yeah. doing all right, you know. Yeah. And guess what we've got today, Shane? Our have? first ever sponsored podcast. No way. That's oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, 100%. I knew it was going to end up down that road. That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, so today's podcast, guys, is sponsored by Champ Tracker. Uh, Champ Tracker is a digital platform that allows you to create a football portfolio. So for coaches and players, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. You can take this with you all the way around the world. Don't have to have a paper CV. And it's amazing, Shane. I've just uploaded a YouTube video uh, which goes through all the details about what Champ Tracker is. Um, basically, like an app, and you can get get it on a website as well. Um, you can update your football CV, your coach's CV. You can have links to highlights your achievements. Um, it truly is amazing, and mm. we've partnered with them as well for our players and our staff to create. Uh, coaching portfolios and football portfolios so today's podcast is sponsored by Champ Tracker that's quality so big shout out to them if you want to create a free profile head to www.champtracker.com and start building your free football portfolio today that's um, I reckon that's important on now to have a good um, football um, portfolio because I think that's the first thing clubs start to look for and yeah. now the old way of I know when I used to send them out it used to be like this was years ago but it used to be just paper and just yeah. show stats but now the way it is it's, it's all video do you know Every, Mitch everybody's Austin? looking for video hey? Mitch Austin plays in the A-Leagues for yep. Sydney FC yep. he signed for the Central Coast Mounders on a two year contract off the back of a highlights reel um, when he was playing in the UK yeah mm-hmm. was he in the UK yeah he played um, in conference in the conference in the UK no way and when he came back to Australia he got a two-year contract with Central Coast from his highlights reel. Quality. Yeah, so just it's goes important. To, just goes to show, yeah, how important it is to not only you know have all your history on there who mm. you've played for, but you can also update it as you go along in your career, which I I believe is good. So if you win an individual award, you know, or a, or a team award, or you've won something, yeah. you can put that on there, you know. That could help you get in, get your foot in the door of a club that you aspire to play for, you know. Massively, definitely, definitely um, jump on and check that out. And it's what you say you can you can do a free one, is it? Yeah, it's a free portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. So just got to create a username, a password, and where you go. It's a win-win there. So a big shout out to them. That's 
Just because it's me and you today, uh, we have had a discussion. We're going to start getting some guests on there. Eh? Yeah, we've got a big one coming next week. Oh, um, can't, don't reveal it. Don't reveal it. Now nah, we'll keep it as a surprise. Who, and, who, yeah. and then um, we're doing one. Uh, we're doing a special podcast in ultra football as well. Yeah, yeah. Which we've Dates got to be confirmed, and we've got a big um, plan of a guest lined up for that as well. So that's oh. going to be legit. It's gonna be. Uh, got it's slowly starting to take off the old bodies. Huh? But these are a bread and butter. We just gotta keep nailing them out on the table here. That's it. These are the ones. Guess what we've got today, guys? <laughs> As you can see, the audio should be crystal clear. And now that we're giving you every chance to understand Shane for once in your life, uh, we've got two microphones, Shane. Up. Yeah, we're. Hey, we're moving up in the world. Definitely. And when Jules is here, I guess how many microphones we'll have then? Two. No, we'll have three. <laughs> As Shane says, three. What did you do for St. Patrick's Day, Shane? Oh, I just chilled. No, um, you didn't get on it? No, because I, um, I had a big night on Saturday. Well, not really a big night. I was watching Leeds and stuff, and I was up all night, and then, yeah. Do you think they're it's coming not the same, To be honest, it's not the same. St. Patrick's Day is not the same. No? Outside of Ireland. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's very different. Yeah. But yeah, I just chilled. I took it out. Do you think Leeds coming up, Shaz? I don't know, we're stuttering at the minute. Oh. I, want, I, I just want them to come up so me and you can have some good banter. Well, I'm telling you, they're the best team in the championship. It's just whether they can they can actually get over the line. It's such a tough lead to get. Yeah, but there's a, Leeds are the biggest club there and there's so much pressure on them. That's why I feel like they're just wobbling a little bit because everybody's expecting them now to yeah. come up. I would, they're such a huge club. I'd love to see them back in the Prem. Mm. It's, it's not easy. It's like with Liverpool. Like, you just find the hard to try to get over the line every year. Yeah. And it's the same with Leeds, but that championship is, it's anyone could be anyone. City's top of the league at the minute, but uh, the City pool. with the game in the hand. But I, I do think City will be too strong for us, but it's just really exciting to be in the title race, you know. James Milner scored a penalty, didn't he? James Milner, yeah, loves it. I'm telling you, he's coming to Leeds when Leeds get promoted. Yeah, well, yeah. He said it. Well, how old Did is he? he? I don't know, he's in his 30s, surely. Yeah, he's been around. Been around the block, old Hammers, hasn't he? Well, Leeds gave him his chance and... He'll come back and love it. Get the get the armband on. Shazza, just because it's me and you today, yeah, uh, we we had a discussion, didn't we, about what we can uh, cover on today? And I I come up with a good idea. We ask each other five questions each. Oh wow! Can be anything. I've got random my, questions. It can be anything, does. Uh, obviously, we want to try and have one in there that aligns with football. Yeah. And what we do. Um, oh, I'll tell you what else we've done this week, Shane, didn't we? Booked our flights for California. We did. I'm Massive. so excited to you. Massive. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, it, I feel like it's rolled around really quickly, hasn't it? I know, we're, we're, we're like three weeks out. I yeah, can't we'll, believe that. We'll, nah, I've we, never been to America as well, so I'm interested to see what it's like. Lauren, do apologise now if uh, for some reason Shane just gets lost in America. <laughs> um, you know, this is his first time. Absolutely can't wait. Jules, what do you think? <laughs> nah. Crickets. Um, now really excited for that we've we've hit over 60 players on our elite camp and I think I think our private sessions are pretty much full um, yeah it's gone off isn't it? I think we'll have more private sessions booked when we're there though I'm interested to see how good the players are over there yeah me too but me you've too. been before now. I've been before and I must admit I was it was really really good talent was brilliant especially on the girls side unbelievable yeah Um but I feel like football's growing in America. Hmm. You know, David Beckham's just got his own team out there. It's just massively growing. It's the biggest um, 
It's the biggest league for women's football, yeah? America? Yeah, I'd say so. It's up there with England and Australia. have got good women's leagues. France play. is quite good. France is very good, yeah. So there's definitely Carolina in the background. Brazil. Brazil. Ireland's know. bigger than Brazil, Carolina. Really stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't get Carolina involved. Um, so yeah, Daz, honestly, how good was Melbourne? And I think, you know, times that by 10, that's how good California's going to be. Yep. If we can get, we've got Razor on the table here. Razor, how are you, Razor? You all good, son? Mm-hmm. We've got Razor on the table here. Hopefully, we'll get Ray on the camera in California as well, who did a great job Melbourne documentary. If you haven't checked out our Melbourne documentary, guys, head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe button, and watch our Melbourne doco. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good unbelievable. Good laugh. I actually love watching that. It's always good to watch, look back on it, um, because you obviously have the memories, but when you see it on the video, it's cracking up. I was I was falling around laughing at her. Chaz, non-football topic, but what are you watching on Netflix lately? Um, I told you, everybody get on this movie. Did you watch it, Carolina? We fell asleep to it. I fell asleep, yeah. Well, Carolina's rolling her eyes in the background. Lee said he fell asleep, so it can't be that good. Was it? It's called Last Frontier. Yeah, very, I thought it was very good. Honestly, it's actually, a, it's actually a really good movie. Check it out if you like all that kind of um, army stuff. Really yeah. good, but. Or if you're struggling to fall asleep. Or if you need to, if you're struggling with any sleep, yeah, that's a good thing, <laughs> Kelly. Um, other than that, I will start watching that Madeline McCann. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching that too. You and you've been watching that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's good. I just feel like it's not really getting anywhere though. Like, obviously, it's good. It's interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's. I, I, it's, it, it's a bit mind-boggling as well it brings back a lot of memories for me as a child though because I remember when that was all going on it was yeah. a bit much you know it was in the in the press and the news it was in your face all the time well, what, are you, what are you laughing <laughs> at yeah. come on Carolina we're talking about Netflix here Carolina God's sake anyway Shaz let's move on do you want to start with the question yeah go on then Terry I what you start, got I will start with the first question Daz yeah are you ready yeah go ahead alright Lovely. It can be anything now, yeah? Just random. Whatever you... Reckon. Sorry, can you just repeat that in English? It can be anything that you <laughs> want, yeah? Anything, mate, yeah. But I've tried to keep mine football-related. No, so Alright. Oh, whatever. Shaz. Shano. Yeah. Darug. Trev. Scratcher. Yeah. Uh, what has been the highest point in your football career? Mm. The, high, the highest point? As you would say at training. Ah. <laughs> The highest point, yeah. So, not the highest moment, but the, like, the highest... Similar, hi- yeah, point, moment, whatever, yeah. Mm. <sighs> Can be just a single thing, Daz, you know what I mean? If you had to, if you had to pick one that you thought, you know what, proud of that. Yeah, I'd always just say it's funny the time I scored my first goal for my country. Yeah. Against Wales. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, we won one nil. I scored. But uh, I think uh, the, uh, the big thing about that was it was my first ever, like, proper game. And my family and I was there in the stand. Yeah. And it was like, I was a little bit, like, obviously nervous, you know what I mean? Your first game for your yeah, country. Yeah. But, um, was it a tapping or worldy? No, I, I bounced around the box and then I slapped him. And it was like last couple of minutes we got the winner. But I ran into the stand and stuff where it works. Oh, so. you never. So I think that'll always be, that'll always be one that'll always stick with me. Love it, Shaz. I'll ask you that. I want to ask you the same question. You're going to go the same question? Yeah, I just want... Wow. Because that's not an easy one. No, it's not, you know. 
This this is going to be and it made it even better being Wales as well. Uh, you are that. Um, I think this is going to be weird, Daz, because I've obviously got a few. But one of the highest points for me was actually signing my youth contract. Yeah. Youth scholarship. Yeah. Actually. Because you know that was at the age of sixteen. Um, I was sort of gambling in school. There was times when I just wasn't turning up in school because I was pretty confident I was going to sign it. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of it, it. It sort of just said, you know what, Lee? That's an act. That's that's you playing football for the next three years, and it's sort of like your first step towards that professional contract, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but I always remember like the boys that you trained with the last ten years, or whatever, or five years, or whatever club you were at. I think I was at. I was at Wrexham for like two seasons with the same group of boys, top, top boys. Some of them are still my good friends today. And uh, signing that contract and knowing that a lot of your close friends got the same one as well. Mm. It was just like, right, I'm going to be playing football for the next three years. And it was class. I remember thinking that was that was just a great feeling, knowing that you're going to wake up every day and play football. Yeah. Um, and the best a, life. Being, yeah, it's the best life. It though. is the best life, but also... I, I believe you have more low times in football than you do high times. Do would you agree? Yeah, but I, I reckon the the them highs in football they oh, outweigh. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but like I said, yeah, that that, that was mine, Chaz. Yeah, that's a good. Well, that, that leads my, to my next question: What's your lowest point ever in your career? Mm, oh, probably getting released. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was good. But it was hard because I I, I kind of knew I didn't know it was coming. It was fifty fifty when I went in, and um, when I went into the have a chat with the gaffer and stuff like that, yeah. and I was get I got told pretty much that you'll be offered another year. Mm, but when I went in, he was like, "Look, you can we like we were originally going to give you this, but he says I don't want you to do I don't want you to be here because." Where like pretty much at that time that they were going to the um, Premier League, that they, oh, they were they were top of the championship like pretty much, and and I was like ah, oh. and then um, pretty yeah so I, he was like look for for you as a player you need to go out and play so he says pretty much a release like release like that so that was obviously gotten um how many other players were in in like their contracts uh, then? I think there was a group of eight of us. Um, six of us left. It's horrible, isn't it? Two. Just, just, well, um, you, you know, you just see the lads coming out one by one, and it's like, Jesus, it's tough. No, I was just going to say I had the exact same experience. But but that's football. That's football. Like yeah, you, yeah. you can never get too comfortable, and and there is times where you're going to get released and 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 stuff. But it's part of it. it you you got to be able to keep, you gotta be pick able yourself to back up. Yeah. My, I, I know you're not. I might as well answer the same question, huh? My, mine actually I'm going to use two mine's actually come quite recent um, I, remember, I remember just driving in the car and thinking this, like this year obviously I'm not playing and that was quite a low point thinking I'm at that stage now in my career that you know family and work life comes first and I feel like I've had my chance now like yeah. my time's gone so yeah. that, that feeling of wow I'm thir- like you alright Raven? like wow I'm 30 this year you know it's like I wish I could just rewind back 15 years and give it another 100% so it was kind of like oh career's over really it's not over because I'm definitely gonna play again next year 
yeah. but this year I'm putting Joan all on one first and the family etc yeah but it, that that feeling of oh, you know I can't I can never get those other 15 years back no I, I wish I could and give it a crack I'm, and my other one was similar to you Shane I'll never forget uh, me and the boys that had been playing together for like five six years and we all sat in one room one by one just going up and at that time Wrexham had been relegated from league league one to league two mm. and they'd obviously lost a lot of money and, and, and their budget had, had been scrapped so a lot of players had to leave and it was just horrible seeing the boys some of the boys you know coming down the stairs in tears yes because you've worked all your life for, for a pro contract or an extra you know to keep playing or whatever and yeah um, most players I think only 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 two of us got offered but it was just a horrible horrible day like yeah that's tough I just remember it like because all your close friends coming down trained for, for that your whole life and you can't you don't get it but you got to you're not prepared for that neither mm. and you've got to somehow try and get over that hurdle and, and go again you know there's loads of clubs out there I, I truly believe it it defines you as a player. You can go one of two ways. Yeah. You know, you can sulk about it and it can really damage you and you can't really get from that or you can sort of just put it in a bin and, and you know, crack on and try and find another club. Yeah. But it was horrible. It was horrible. Because it's, it's like, it's like once once it's happened, you're like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. And no, I hit it. You know. It hits it. It hits it very hard. I remember at that time I was like, what do I do now? Mm. I think with me as well, the circumstances that I was in, it was quite, it was very tough for a player like me to get near the, near get breaking into the team because they were doing so well, and obviously if they're gone at that time they were pretty much nearly promoted, they bottled it at the time and lost out in the playoffs, but they were planning on going up a up a league, so yeah. they're going to bring in players then, do you know what I mean? A so it, it, it it's very hard, but um, one thing I'd say is even I'll be honest with you. There's two times in my career where I always say it, like the fire, like the fire went out for me after that, and then that's when I moved back home. The fire went out and I stopped playing. Did for you know? yeah, I, I took six months off and didn't do anything. Wow, didn't no really kick way. a ball. And why didn't you try and get well, like a but, League One team? Oh, because I did. Because I, I had a deal to go to a team in League One, and um, but the manager got sacked at the end of the season, and then I went over to Bristol City for two weeks done well in Bristol City but they offered me um, like a development contract which wasn't a lot of money and I decided then I was like oh, I, need, I just kind of had enough of football then and then oh, that's when I'm saying the fire went out and me dad me, me dad was he was like yeah I can see that Like he's like when, when you're ready to come back tell me like and then we try to sort out and then I got back playing in the League of Ireland with balls but oh yeah even uh, that's one time it's, and then once that fire comes back you're buzzing but since I've been to Australia being honest it's gone again has it yeah even last night I played the game last night I was standing in the middle of the pitch and I was thinking this is brutally honest I was like I don't even know if I want to play anymore yeah. like in the middle of a game yeah. do you know and I'm like if you're, if you're thinking that in the middle of a game there's something wrong 100%. and so for me the fire's completely out with football at the minute I had that a few times last year. It was mainly in training, though. I like, like I, I still absolutely love the games. 
Yeah. It's just sometimes training for me was just like, you know what, I've done this all my life, training. And I think because what we do every day, like we coach every day. Yeah. It was very hard to sometimes in the afternoon train. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest now though, now that I'm not playing this year, I do miss the games massively. Yeah. I think I'll always love the games. Um, but I have had times like that as well in games in Australia when I'm like, yeah. You've just done it all your life though. You, you, oh no, do, do you, probably do you, natural that Do happens. you think that, and some people get this, but this is the one thing I always struggle with. So obviously you came from playing fashion back home yeah. and stuff. But when you sign and play in the leagues here, people expect, like, they look, if they need to win the game, they're looking to you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I find every team I've been in Australia, not being big-headed, but I'm expected to carry the team every 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 game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if if we don't lose, if we don't win, then it's I kind of take that on my shoulders, if yeah. that makes sense. Because everyone's looking to you because you've done this and that. And it, I sometimes, I don't really want to carry that anymore. Sometimes I wish that I could just go out and play with mates and have no pressure. Mm. Do you know? Not saying there's pressure from anyone, but you, you put your own pressure on your performance because you know how good you can you can be, especially in the leagues over here. I had that at Coa. Yeah. Because they sort of knew like how good I was prior to going there. And I felt like there was a little bit more added pressure because he, he, he definitely signed me for one of my big reasons was for set pieces. Yeah, like and I, I reckon he expected me to score maybe 15, 20 free kicks because I scored like three or four past the cover. So then he just thought, so it added that little bit of pressure on me as well. Every time I was over the set piece, I was thinking, I've got to put this on the money or I've got to score. Yeah. Um, whereas it was very weird. It had the opposite effect when I played at Northbridge. The managers just let me play with freedom. So I'd sometimes score a lot. I would, I would put in better deliveries. Yeah. More more free kick goals. I know I know exactly what you mean. But I was thinking of that. I was thinking of going to just play with my mates. But then for what we do, it's just a huge risk. You know, no, it's, it, for what we do, you know, you could get in a bad tackle and hurt yourself and then you can't coach, you can't work. Yeah, it's, so I, I yeah, it's a big risk. Went into quite a bit of detail there, Shads. And I like it. Nah. But also, you know, we, we never got we always avoid this topic. And we will continue to avoid this topic, but football is completely different in this country mm. compared compared to where we've played. No, exactly. It is completely different, and we're just going to leave it at that. And we're going to move on to the next one. But for me, and it's the same with you now, coaching. And I said this. I said I said this to even at the club that I spoke. To, I said that for me, that comes first. Yeah. And it's. it's Do you know what I think? Jules, take a back seat. Yeah, I think Jules isn't far off that. To be honest, the way you know the way he's been speaking too. Yeah, he's not far off. You know, he, he, I think last time I spoke to him, he said he doesn't know if he wants to play or not, because he he had a bad injury last time, etc. And he realised, he realised firsthand that by having a bad injury can stop you from coaching, and it it, it killed him. You know, it affects you. Yeah. It does affect you, Daz. I'm gonna go on to my third question. Go on then, oh, Terry oh, oh, yeah, Do you have a question there for me or not? Yeah, go on then. What have I got me? Because I've asked you the first two. I said highest point, lowest point. Yeah, but they were... From the Irish Ripper. From Arco. <laughs> Come on, Daz. What question you got? All right, this is a random one. But I don't know what I thought, though, because I was just seeing... Because we were actually... We were speaking about sorting out some balls and stuff earlier. Balls. But just because I remember when... Since when I was about eight years old till maybe 14... 
on my birthday, all I used to get was the Premier League ball, whatever it was that year. Yeah, yeah. What is your favourite Premier League ball? Oh my God. That's a great question because every Christmas I got the Premier League ball. Yeah, I used to go in Fortnite. Unbelievable. I'd lose it in two days and then I'd be crying and stuff um, like that. The best one for me was, do you remember the album Mitres? Yeah. And it just had like the Lion Premier League. 100%. That's the one. They just get some knock, knuckle dippage swazage on that. I used to love the, I remember the yellow one with the with the one. purple circle. Was it Mitre thing? No, no, Nike. It was yellow. Nike. It was, t- it was like T90, wasn't it? I remember that one too. I remember Honestly. That I've got old school with Mitre though. Yeah, no. D- they'd be my two. Great question. I like it. I used to get one at... That, that used to be me sorted Christmas football bosh. Did, did, did you used to have... Um, do you know what Cup Champion balls are? Yes. You know the plastic ones? Yeah, you used to have yeah, them yeah. ones? Yeah. Or the derby balls? You have them ones? Yeah, you hit them and they just do... Just swaz. <laughs> they go everywhere. <laughs> I think I've seen that on Sport Bible where <laughs> when you just hit it and it just goes Go there. anywhere. Or you know them balls where you rip the letter off them? That's it. That's what happened to my mitre one. It ends up in no leather on it. Yeah, you like can move them once. Those are the days. We sound really old talking like that, by the way, Shaz, but those are the days. Shazza, question to you, third one. Yeah, go on, Tez. Don't call me, Tez. You know what I mean? <laughs> if there's one attribute you would have to have in your locker to play pro what would you choose mm. attribute as in like the technical a technical attribute or yeah technical attribute so I'll give you some examples Daz yeah okay? dribbling passing shooting 1v1 defending 1v1 attacking heading first touch so if oh. there's one thing that you definitely where you're like you know what I need that Um, I'd say first touch First touch. Yeah, you start, you you need to have a good first touch. It's vital because if you don't have a good good first touch, then everything else at the end of that becomes hard. Yeah. Great. Because that's their first contact with the ball. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, totally agree. First touch, I believe, is is up there. But I also think that if you're a defender, so back four or six, holding midfielder, I would put one on one defending. Hmm. It's because you have a battle. Every game you have a battle against someone. Yeah. And then if you're an attacking player, I would say one-on-one. One-on-one on, one on one attacking. So your ability in a one-on-one on one situation, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean like dribbling past them. I just mean like, it could be like your decisions that you make in those one-on-ones to cross, to shoot, to try and go past someone. I feel like that's got to be up there as well. Yeah, you know? 100%. But if you look at something like heading, you know, it's not something that you desperately need, is it? Some positions. Some positions, yeah, but yeah. I'm talking like overall general football. You'd need for first touch over that. Yeah. You know, and you, and you would need one-on-one defending or one-on-one attacking over that. That's my opinion, anyway. Mm. Go Definitely. Go on, Daz, third question. We'll some. Got another question, do we? Wow. I've got two more here for you, Daz. Shaz from Alcohol. <laughs> um... What's the best goal you've ever scored? Oh, wow. Mate, I said to you last week, didn't I? I played for... What was it? I played for uh, my mate's team the other week because they were low. Oh, yeah? Mate, I've scored some worldies in my time, but I swear to God. The screen was... It's up there. <laughs> Ask, if, you, if you see Lukey Tice, I can't believe he's got two shout-outs shout in two weeks now. Oh, Lukey. No, Lukey Tice wasn't there. 
Who do you know out of that? Lot? Sweeney, you know Sweeney, don't yeah. you? Sweeney. Jay, was Jay there? Jay wasn't there. You know Sweeney, he's the gaffer. Yeah. Ask him what my goal last week. Screamer. 35 yards out. Mike Phantom VNMs on the feet. And I just leathered it and it just knuckled all over the place. Like those footballs back in the day. Swazed it. Just hit the stanch, yeah. Wow. It was unbad. One tells me best, but I'll go with that one. Because mm. I honestly, I was like, that's a will you that. But scored some good goals. Yeah. Scored from the halfway line three times. Like David Beckham job? Yeah. The, I think, Car- Carolina, you seen my first one, didn't you, that? Yeah. Yeah. My very first one was, was up there. What did you think, Carolina? What did you think, my love? <laughs> I loved it. I scored from inside our own half. And we were losing 2 0, so I reckon if I shanked it. Did you get back in the game? We won 5 3. I scored a hat trick. Did you? Yeah. Who was that with? It was against Jules. It was with Northbridge. Ask Jules, More actually. than Northbridge. Jules was playing against Jules. <coughs> Who was he playing with? Right all me. No. Right all me? When you say Northbridge, you mean North Shore Marriage? North Shore now. Back then they were called Northbridge. Yeah. The Ridge. The original. That Probably that's my best goal, actually. Like yeah. I, I actually fell on top of the world. Hit, hit the net without bouncing as well. Wow. Keep it, keep it, keep on the shocker. Dazza, what about this question? What about this question, Daz? Before we wrap it up. Would you choose quick copy or Sinorama for your pop-up banners? <laughs> 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 what are you going for there, Daz? Quick copy on it. Quick copy on Go with the best price. Go with the best price. Quick copy. No problem, son. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's just a personal joke between me and Daz. You know what I mean? Um, Daz's got another question for you. I, I, I really like this one. I'm interested to see what you think. Yep. When doing your one-on-one sessions or small groups, two-on-one shared session, whatever you're doing, Daz, in Sydney, Australia, what you do for, you know, your bread and butter... What is the one thing that stands out to you that makes the sessions really good? The one thing that stands out? Yeah, so that the players do. Yeah. I always say to every player that I coach, the one thing I'd say, say the the one thing that I only ask from any player is that he gives some energy. So even I had two um, players the other day, yeah. younger players um, and uh, you could tell that they just fell out of bed yeah. you know and came down no and I asked oh, what did you have for breakfast because I knew they didn't have any breakfast oh I didn't have any breakfast I says how are you going how are you expected to have any energy do you know what I mean if you're not putting it in your body for me energy if you have energy in your session energy in what you're trying to do as a player then the session will work well I feel because as a coach you can work with that yeah. There, there's, it becomes quite tricky when you're trying to constantly try put some um, intensity into it. But if the players can bring that energy and intensity, then no matter what drill you do or what type of session you're putting on, then it's going to be beneficial for me. So that's the only thing I always ask from players that to give some energy and, and try train with a little bit of intensity. All right. So I'm gonna just ask it something slightly different then. So. Say that someone is coming and they they you know they bringing great energy. Yep. <clears throat> which is what you're after. What's one thing that they do, the player, that that makes the session stand out and really good. So like, 
maybe a technical attribute. Mm. That's a good one. You know, one thing that it's like, wow, they're really good at that, and that's making the session run really well, or it's making the session really good. You know, yeah, and it could be wow. They need so much work on that in order to improve the session or improve what they're trying to do. Yeah, um, that's quite a tricky one. It's tricky to answer. To answer. Um, There's loads of different answers. Well, right? One thing I love to see in players is that when you give the demos, that they pick it up very quickly and they can put it in straight away. Yeah. One, one thing I like as well is sometimes when they adapt, so something might go wrong in the drill and they'll adapt, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Some Little things like that, are, they go, yeah, that's that's really, really good, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, again, yeah, I think that's quite a tricky, tricky one. But for me, being able to pick up drills quickly and be able to take, pay, take on instructions, whether it's from in a one-on-one or a team training, yeah, you you must be a have that as a player. So oh, you have to have that. So w- when you can listen and then go out and do it, it's it's very important. Hundred percent. You don't want to be that player that wrecks the session. Yeah, I'll ask you the same question. What do you think? Uh, yeah, for me, it's um, there's loads and loads of different answers, but some of the best sessions I've ran is when players have that ability to move their feet really quickly. Yeah. Because. If they've got that ability where they can work in tight spaces and work their feet really fast, then the intensity that you're asking for, that's high because they can move their feet really quickly. Yeah. The drills that we implement in our sessions are normally of high intensity, working in tight spaces, whether it's passing, first touch, dribbling, speed and agility. It for me it all involves around how quickly they can work their feet. Yeah. And I believe that if they're really heavy on their feet and they haven't trained that, then the intensity of the session is low. It's not quite what we're after. 100%. And then that takes a little bit of time for us to get them to the point where we want them to be. So obviously, sometimes I, you know, you can just tell straight away, even from the warm-up or when we do maybe a small speed and agility exercise, from how fast they can move their feet. Because you know that with that player... You can zip the passes in, you can test them, you can challenge them because they're sharp and they, they, they're really quick with their feet, you know. Definitely. I think that's it. When we work with players as well and say we work them for two months and you see the improvements that they make, yeah. I think that's the big thing that the feet is actually starting to move quicker. Their, whole, their all-around game becomes so 100%. much better. I, I think as well, the footwork and balance as well, if you struggle with your balance... I think everything mm, becomes yeah. a lot harder then as well. Underrated. So if you work your balance and your footwork, then you're naturally going to become a better player and things will be easier for you. 100%. I'm going to use one of the players now, and I know she won't mind me mentioning her name, but one of the best players we can use from that example, Shane, is, is Chloe Walker. Mm. I remember her first session, and we did a little speed and agility, a little bit of fast footwork, and it was okay. But it, I said to her at the time, if that can get quicker, that can get better. Her feet are rapid. Now. Her feet are, like, obviously she trains two, three times a week with us. And she has put in the hard work. And it's great to see. And I, I believe, play, you know, coaches like yourself and me, and obviously Chloe are the only real, and maybe Chloe's mum, are the only real people that can see the benefits. Mm, definitely. Um, because her feet now are ridiculous. Yeah. In the in the ladders, in the trapeziums, in tight spaces, 
I use her for demos now because it's just ridiculous. Um, and because her quick feet have improved, everything else has improved. Definitely. Her first touch, tight spaces, her dribbling's dramatically improved. Yeah. But I think that's oh. the best part of our job is that you what like the most pleasing thing is when you see that when you see the players yeah. like make them improvements. You know what I mean? And now obviously what we're trying to do at the minute is watch as many games as we can of our players. Yeah. And that's the reason why I've seen performances as well, which is which you've seen them turn up there in the mornings in the dark to come and train, do you know what I mean? And then go out and play. That's obviously one of the best parts of this job. I love getting a text message on the phone to say, Lee, you know, I did this well, I did that well, I scored a great goal. Mm. That's, that's that's why we get out of bed, Charles, at 4am in the morning. 100%. But um, I would say that is the one attribute that a player needs. Because another great example is is probably uh, yourself, me and you, we're not very fast in at running in a straight line. You know, there's definitely quicker players than us in straight lines, but... When it comes to working in, in 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 tight spaces, whether we have to dribble in tight spaces or work our feet in tight spaces, we can do that because we've practiced yep. throughout our career working in tight spaces or doing quick speed and agility drills. Um, so therefore, you can work in tight spaces, you know. Definitely. But running in a straight line, I'm slug. I'm a slug and lettuce, you know what I mean. <laughs> Daz, any more questions on your side? No, I'm, I'm good. You're very good, Daz. Yeah. Any shout-outs this week before we close the podcast? No, I got hammered from your shout-outs last week. Why? Because um, I shouted out my mate Danny again. There you go, Dan. Got one. Love it. Yeah, what was wrong now? We're in bathroom, yeah? Yeah, because he asked a question. Remember? Oh, I remember, yeah. Jules, any shout-outs from you this week? <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Loves it, don't you, Jules? Uh, my shout-out this week is going to go to Bobby Firmino. What a legend, my my <laughs> mate Bobby. Avid listener, oh, he's Bobby. Gonna, he's an avid listener of the Jonah One One podcast. Kenny Dalglish as well. Kenny Dalglish listens to the podcast too, but Bobby's going to win us the title. So, shout out to Roberto Firmino. Uh, that's us this week, Daza. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you for Champ Tracker for sponsoring this poddy. Jump on, check it out, and then um, create your portfolio. That's the one. And please like rate and subscribe to our podcast guys appreciate all the love next week got a guest coming we have a guest and we're just gonna leave it at that i think shaz yeah love it so next week will be our third guest fourth first was carolina second was tracy second was tracy then we had baz but he wasn't really a guest because we got more chat out of the wall (laughs) and uh yeah, this is our fourth guest then. Yep. Wow. Guys, leave a comment if you can. Can you leave comments on podcasts? Yeah, no, you can on SoundCloud. If you're on SoundCloud, leave a, leave a comment and let us know what type of guests you would like us to, to have on Joan 101. We may not even always have something to do with football. It could be, you know, for example, our brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, Brandon, he's a strength and conditioning coach. It'd be great to have someone like that to give an insight on how important that is for football. Our guest then coming up next week will be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have to get some good questions for her. Ooh, just gave away the... Uh, just dropped the hint. Just dropped a little hint there. Uh, yes, guys, that's us done. You're all legends. Like, subscribe, head over to Instagram, follow us on Instagram, YouTube. You know what to do. 
You're all legends. See you again. See you next week, Shazza. Gotcha. Legend for coming down again. Make sure you all follow us on our social media platforms at Jonah101FootballTraining, at Jonah101Tech. And for any inquiries, head to our website, Jonah101FootballTraining.com. Thank you.